You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm watching the comments right now. All thanks to Jared. Uh, we would not have started uh, this nope, close. even later. This late, yeah. I have a theory the stream will start on time. I don't know why. I thought I set it for 740, so I'm just sitting there, like, staring at the screen no, and uh then that comment popped up and i went oh right it was no, 735 sir. all right and also uh jared doesn't like our extreme close-up so we'll back it up i kind of like to start the show that way i feel like we're like hey red works i like jared being um, able you know, to count that. my pores yeah oh, i don't know jared? I, I feel like we're both fuzzy enough like we're not too hd uh performance art dylan is a elite is he like all that. elite performance art also thrown in there of Verano with a bunch of exclamation marks <laughs> uh chewy says i believe someone's clock isn't right and it isn't ours jared lol we're, all, we're always on time eight minutes late a wizard chewy, haha, never late saying open 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 jared <laughs> i appreciate you saying uh if you know you're Concern for my well-being and health, uh, very important. Um, obviously, Matt, you know, who cares? Let's see. Jim Johnson saying no wrinkles, looks good. <laughs> uh, Chewy thrown out there. Who else could be sent down when Razor gets back to keep Ferrana in the fold? Um, so what I this is where I got distracted was that I threw in the comments on YouTube. I said, I have a theory that Verona was going to be called up after the deadline. What I meant to say was, um, because I screwed up my own theory. I, I think somebody's about to move real quick. Um, and I think they called up Verona because they saw that opportunity. But um, you know, this this big mess of like putting guys on waivers, things like that. I I think I think they're there may be some conversations happening right now where that Iserman has gotten either recently or since the start of the season. And he just wanted to make sure he could get the most value out of these guys. Um, while teams have already started to move and you, if you were eyeballing Tarasenko and now you're like, well, I'm not going after Patrick Kane because clearly he's injured this year. Uh, you know, maybe you're deciding options are slim. I'm not going to unload as much for Timo Meyer. So you see Robbie Fabry hit the waiver wire or whatever. So you're going oh. after him. Yeah. You know? I've, I've given up on my pipeline dream uh, for Patrick Kane because he only wants to go to Toronto or New York. No. He's a big turd. You... I just want that out there because I know how much you and I have fought over him. And because uh, I'm always like, man, we have to be sensible. And you're like, I want to trade for Patrick Kane at all costs. Sensible, sensible is not. Room. That's not sensible. And anyone in a first round pick, even you're just going after the lottery. No, you know. no, you're just going after a name. Episode this after episode. This isn't like old guy. Like you're picking up Kevin Durant. This is this oh, is way yeah. past that. You're 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 not doing the same game here. This isn't even Kyrie Irving. 
Oh this my god. Like, no, actually, it's closer to Kyrie Irving than you think. I think it's closer to picking up Carl <laughs> Malone um, in 2004. The fact that it's problematic is uh, that's where the Kyrie Irving, Patrick Kane. Ooh, the comments coming in hot. Dan B saying, call him up to showcase him, but then hold him out. Case of injury. Hmm. I think that's definitely a possibility. I, I would say that my theory clearly isn't doesn't have to be the real thing, but um, maybe that's more like pie in the sky. But I don't know if it was showcase. I wonder, like, you know, tonight, Verona's a healthy scratch. So are we showcasing he's got good time management and he showed up to practice on time? Because uh, if that's the case, he nailed it. But I like immediately. That's where I was like, okay. Immediately scratched. He's been playing in Grand Rapids. It's not like they're still playing this game. Like, oh, he's got to get his legs underneath him. Like he's been just <laughs> kicking the shit out of everybody in the AHL. So the legs are there. So this is just like I know Lalone said today. Like, well, got on a three-game win streak. You don't want to mess with what's working. And it's like, oh, right, because you kept Ben Sherratt on the first D-pairing for three months. You're right. You're you're totally always... And I love, too, that um, when he put out that quote, a lot of people were like, see? Derek Lalone, this guy, he knows what's up, man. You don't just want to mess with things. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just... I'm just first oh, with all due respect. <laughs> Are we not playing Edmonton? Or Derek? Are we not playing Edmonton today? Yeah. Against so you, you Jesus? Think, you, you think you you'd think want to pepper them with a few goals of our own? <laughs> this is the one game I want him to play. Right. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Um, Can I blitz Logan. through this lineup real quick? Look at yeah. first line, twos, larks, Kubelik. Second line, Rasmussen, the copper, Matt, your favorite, and Mr. Fabry, your second favorite, all on one line. Wow. Wait, we where the, are you seeing the lineup? Uh, I got a dailyfaceoff.com, and it looks pretty oh. legit because of the I'm, I'm going to show you. And then we got the dancing bear himself, Mr. Beargrin, who, uh, according to Dylan Larkin, he had no idea that's how you pronounce his name. We've just been calling him Johnny Burgers, um, Joe Valeno, and Perron. <laughs> Filling in that third line, and then Zadina, Suter, and Sunkfist on the fourth line. Matt, who would you? Um, who's going to be the first scratch um, to get Verana in there? Is it Zadina? Yeah. If he scores again tonight, <laughs> is he just going to get scratched even though he scores? Um, can I? Can I just say I don't. Man, I don't know if we have to worry about that. Um, but, I mean, what do we know? We know, according to Derek, if something's working, he doesn't change it when we play the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hated that quote so much. I, I was I was a little frustrated by it. Because we also, what did we also do for the last few months? We played the game where it's like, no, no. Andrew Cop, he's injured right now, so we can't get mad at him. And that's why we're going to keep him on the second line and make sure he's got the second most center minutes on the team. Huzzah. So, yeah, no, I, I think Derek Lalone's quote today is baloney. 
grade A baloney. Like it's fine. I, I don't I'm not saying like Derek Lalone is a terrible coach. I just think the praise of that quote today was a little overboard. I think you guys there was I don't know. Do you remember never mind. I'm just gonna it was gonna be a brown nosing thing, but I was gonna go <laughs> dirtier. So I'll just I like uh, I like a good dirty brown nose. Also high assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Young throwing out a good point. Uh, Wings somehow win tonight. I threw in the somehow. Verona gets scratched again to keep that good streak going, huh? I guess we'll come to it. Ken, I mean, uh, is, I'm going to be is honest. One of those... I'm not too worried about that occurring. So uh, we'll probably see Verona in the next game. It's pretty uh, another uh, five-two slacking. Matt, what do you got for us? If that really is the case, <laughs> like what was the bringing up of Verana supposed to be? Was it showcase? Was it like, I, I don't know. That's what, I'm just like, we could have called up anybody to not play and also have this silly quote of, well, <laughs> you guys know me. I, I don't challenge success. I guess maybe my point is he hasn't challenged failure either. So I, I don't know. Anyway, um, so, Ken, I mean, to Ken's point, um, I guess, right, you just same lineup and that would be kind of fun, right? That's a whole that's a whole other topic we want to discuss today is how close we are to the playoff conversation. But um, let's let's pause for a bit. We're going hot and heavy in the Verona stuff. We we have slides, guys. We we have a oh, we got the, the last few weeks. I feel like we've lost control of the show. Uh, Mike, have to obey the slides. Yes, I a I I clearly uh, do not like the reverse retros. Um, I think you guys are all silly for getting all excited about the Barber Pole jersey. But is it Mitchell and Ness announced today their new sweet ass line of jerseys, uh, starting with uh, calling out like a, a few legends from different NHL teams. Of course, we we're getting Gordy Howe with that beautiful. Oh, love that thing. Did I put my other picture on here? Damn it, I didn't. Oh, well. Well, you guys could see it. I, I love this thing. And there, there's something that my my place of work carries itself with, and they say simplicity is genius. <sighs> Ta-da. Right? That's like what I, I... say about the combustible engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is it. Uh, I, 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 I... I love this thing. I think it's it's something I'm clearly like I'm dropping the I signed up for the fifteen percent off, uh, you know, coupon. Like I've like did the whole text thing. Yeah, I go, well, I whatever. Send me text forever. Park boys, I didn't know what was going on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and the hat is pretty sweet too. I know. Again, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do a good job here of just calling out the wings one. I brought up. I tried to do the four K. Um, image online on twitter so if you guys are listening to the podcast you're totally missing this but just go to I the like that. Uh, 4k image for eiserman playing 4d chess i like it a lot beautiful wait do i have the wrong picture up um you have a nude of yourself yes. oh sh <laughs> so where's eiserman where where am That's i the, where's eiserman? The belly belly tattoo that we can see am i uh, am i a pawn or a bishop or a knight. You are a square on the board. <laughs> anyway, the pinstripe hat is also sweet as hell. That's all I I wanted to do like a light and fluffy subject. We always are like pissing and moaning, and this isn't working out. I, I thought you you don't like it, it sounds like. 
Um, you know, I don't, I don't hate the the way the logo is is designed. I think it looks okay. Um, I just don't know why they picked uh, these jabronis. I, there, there had to be absolutely anybody else to showcase these jerseys. I'm so distracted by how they look that I can't even see the images, the logos on the jerseys, man. That's my real beef. Um, that's my that's my work. review of this photo. Please, I can anybody work with else. That. <laughs> I don't I don't think anybody else cares either because the comments are still about trades. Uh, There's a lot Silver, of trade talk. A lot of chat. Silver, yeah, wants to go uh, first in a prospect for Bert, and I I have some news for you guys with the three teams rumored to be part of this trade. Um, well, uh. You want a first this year, you got one option, but we'll get we'll get into that. Um now uh when it comes to hmm that's that's draft talk, right? That's that's parallel to that. We want more draft picks. Uh well another piece of this conversation is the wings. Mike <laughs> with with 52 games played. And this is the I, I don't like the way the NHL does this. Like they don't separate out like the wild card from all the teams who aren't making it. Uh, but it's this little chunk, uh, you know, the, the bottom section here. Pittsburgh with 53 games pay, played and 63 points, which, uh, you know, maybe not the one we want to focus on. But uh, the Washington Capitals, Mike, 56 games played and 62 points. Like that puts us six points out with four games in hand mike it's possible for us to go on a little run here and sneak right back into that last wild card spot while also mentioning we've got five games on the islanders and we are only five points behind them five games on the panthers we're only four points behind them mike this is this is legit this yeah, is that, uh, that red and white kool-aid tastes delicious right now um <laughs> I feel, I feel bad for poor Ken Daniels because uh, he's probably going to have to look at something like that and say, mathematically, they're still in there. And uh, we, I mean, played this, we played this game last season when I think yep. it was Boston was the eight seed and we were the nine seed. And we're like, oh, we got a couple games on them. And then uh, then we tied them and then, and then it fell apart. So um, I love this. I love this optimism. It's just I know that we can beat the, you know, the tar out of vancouver but i would really like us to do a little uh, revenge <laughs> tour tonight against a real team uh with real superstars can't remember a team that. that's so good matt on our well, end that we can uh healthy scratch verona what do we have uh look up the red wing schedule here um all right obviously oilers tonight well, I'll be uh, tweeting that game, guys. If uh, you just want to follow along on at uh, Red Wings Rant on Twitter and Red Wing at Red Wings Rant on Instagram as well. Uh, but then we've got the Flames, winnable game. Seattle, winnable game. Capitals, hey, if Ovechkin's still out, super winnable. Um, of course, Ovechkin. I mean, it's sad. Uh, Ovechkin's father just passed, so he's missing some games. Um, Got a tiny little homestand against the Rangers and the Lightning. Two very losable games there. <laughs> We've got a back-to-back -back with the Senators uh, leading us into March. Uh, so two super losable games, but they are at home and some winnable ones here. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. 
right? I mean, it's possible for us to go on a little streak here. Of course, we're already shorthanded with uh, Wallman still uh, scratched as he gets healed up. Raymond's out for a couple of games and Frana a healthy scratch as well. So it's not like we're running out the, the top lineup here, but um, I thought this was worth the conversation. It's just worth like putting your eyes on, getting your head wrapped around the fact like how how truly possible it is especially with the points percentage you could see uh the red wings and buffalo are doing are doing better than uh the islanders and florida and they're right there nipping at the heels of of washington so it's it's very possible it's it's not like we're talking about climbing the the you know the whole standings we're not talking about doing like a st louis blues thing but the other part of this too is do we even want it Mike, we were dead set a couple weeks ago. Just like, it's fine. Let's start talking draft. Let's, we don't need to win another game. Let's start selling. We're good. And now we're here. I think Bertuzzi's still headed out the door. So what do we do? We just um, still want to lose, right? I mean, Dan B kind of touches on it. He's like, come on, people, the Wings aren't a playoff team. And if they somehow do make it, congrats, you get smoked by Boston or the Rangers. Um, Dan, we are perhaps in the most unenviable spot that you could possibly be in the bottom third, the top of the bottom third of the league. <laughs> if you were a fish, you'd be a flounder. Um, you right. aren't good enough to definitely not good enough to win a series. Um, you know, you could maybe win a game or two against Boston. Um, like optimistically, maybe a game. Um, and I don't think you're quite bad enough to get those really good lottery odds. So I, this this is an incredibly important trade deadline for Steve Eiserman, Um, where it kind of feels like he's got to start setting the deck uh, for us to compete. Uh, otherwise, it's, I mean, like code red, you know, the doomsday clock is at midnight and you just oh. have to start trading everybody. I thought it was um, Mountain Dew. Oh, no. Uh, I gave up on... Uh, the midnight black Mountain Dew. Now I'm drinking this uh, strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, fancy. Yeah. yeah, zero sugar somehow. Uh, um, Ken, Ken threw out there, we haven't iced our best team since the first two games. True. Which might be why I tweeted this out. We've left 10 points on the table against Montreal, Ottawa, Philly, Columbus, Anaheim, Arizona, and Chicago. We had uh, some Ottawa fans... Uh, take exception to this tweet, which I thought was funny, but it was obviously more of a comment on the standings and like the worst of the worst in the NHL standings wise. And we left points up there. Mike, if, <laughs> if we had gotten five of these points, if we had gotten four of these points, we'd be, what did, what did we say? Four games in hand against Washington. Yeah. If we had gotten three of these points, four games in hand against Washington, we'd be right there. So I think, like, to Dan's point, yeah. We don't really want to go in there and get smoked by uh, the Rangers, who now have Tarasenko. I think Carolina is going to be a mess if we even made it out in the next round. But, yeah, Boston is... Uh, is going to be an issue. Well, yeah, I guess Carolina is still a possibility, right? Like that would be the first place yeah. team in that division facing wild card. Um, you know, like I, we're talking about Tarasenko going to New York. Carolina hasn't made their move yet. 
and they still look nasty. Um, and I think you're also talking about the Wings losing Bertuzzi at the trade deadline. <laughs> and, then, and then what do we do? Um, if you're thinking like, well, maybe it's an upgrade to go Bertuzzi to Verana. I'm here for that conversation, to be completely honest. Um, I'm just, but yeah, I'm that's not, not enough. Start, I'm not ready to that's start not... subtracting for late first round picks and ne'er do well prospects. I, uh, oh, you mean subtracting our first round picks for, uh, no, I mean subtracting Bertuzzi for late first round picks. I'm, I'm not that enamored of that. Oh, gotcha. Well, we have some like other if, things we want to talk two, about with of, the fork, of the fork. I feel like you. You know, and a lot of the the comments in here are talking about you know those first couple games they looked really dominant, and you know it's asking a lot for you know a completely healthy hockey team uh, to be out on the ice. Um, but I mean, if you can see you know the path to success, um, you know as a buyer is going to be a, a I don't just want to say a shorter path. Right. Because the goal is not just to be an eight seed and, you know, give up a bunch of future prospects and kind of torpedo yourself for the next couple seasons. But you're, you should be closer to contending than being a bottom feeder. Uh, being a bottom feeder would mean some pretty radical, uh, you know, subtractions from this team. Um, like guys, uh, you know, all the fans wearing the jerseys in Little Caesars Arena, like those names would be getting moved. So I think if you if you don't feel like that was fake news um, to start the season, that this team can be something uh, with maybe one or two more pieces, maybe a certain you know defenseman out of uh, you know the great state of Arizona. Um, I think it might be not not bye bye time. I mean bye bye time, like b u y b u y. Oh. <laughs> Uh, for two very important comments, Blake, you just made, you made my week, my man. I had a rough day at work today where I said some really dumb things to my boss, but Blake throws out there. It's kind of demanding, but it made me feel good. You guys need to do more than one show per week. Commit already. Uh, the other um, important comment here coming from Chewy. Yes. Chewy. I couldn't wait to touch on this. Uh, uh Code Red <laughs> and Livewire his other favorite Mountain Dews. Also, don't forget Baja Blast. Delicious, delicious Baja Blast. Um, but Pitch Black, it's actually climbing the charts for me. It has I have, uh, Leapfrog Limeway. Li 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 I have to say, you you have your Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream? Yeah. I, I'm interested in the chat here. This is where I get to know you guys. You guys get to know me. Uh, let's go. Let's wind the clock back. 2004, Dr. Pepper Red Fusion. Anyone? I think the greatest soda pop of all time red pop and dr pepper mixed together just holy mackerel so good i'm gonna leave you on that island man uh, <laughs> i do like uh jared's comment here he said anyone left in st louis that steve could poach um i mean i don't know if, if it's really like the fit that we need i i'd have to think about it more because i i'm still in seller mode but I mentioned a while back, and I did bring up Tarasenko, but the other guy I brought up was Ryan O'Reilly. Is I, I was kind of joking while everyone was talking about stealing Vancouver's uh, Besser and Horvat. So this is when those conversations first started. 
I was like, well, we're forgetting that St. Louis sucks right now and they're going to be selling. And Ryan O'Reilly came back from injury and put up, I think, the OT winner for a, a an even worse St. Louis team. He pushed and <laughs> pulled his team to victory all by himself. So that's a name. Uh, Tristan's thrown out there. Uh, Scott Perunovic. I got to be honest. Don't know the player card on that one. But Tristan just throws out there solid offensive D man. I, I'm not, I don't know Perunovic like the back of my hand. So I'd have to go check that out myself. Um, Jared throws out there. He was just assigned for conditioning in Springfield. Sweet. So he's available. <laughs> um, uh, wow, Ken, Ken Young, he's, uh, he's raining Ken, fire on this got, active roster right now. Uh, you've got some optimistic straight. views here. Um, well, I, I don't think he's, that's optimism necessarily. I think that he's, oh, one of to, the names, one of the names. Well, I here. think he, uh, oh, with Casper. Yeah. It's probably yeah. a little soon for him, but I think what Ken is suggesting that is Bertuzzi leaving, um, via trade, but what, what if we trade Bertuzzi? What if let's, let's just have fun. We trade Bertuzzi, maybe Fabry leaves or something for like a sixth round pick. We make room, you know, we, I, I don't know on the defensive side, we're not really moving anybody. We would just be clearing out bench space. And then all of a sudden Edvinson gets up. That's, that's the problem. I think with the Red Wings bringing Edvinson up is that I, I don't know what, are you trading away Jake Walden? Cause that blows. Uh, Cause that kind of kills my next comment here. It, was, it would just be funny if we brought up Soderblom, there's some real chemistry going with Bergeron. Verona was really what the first line needed all along. They needed Larkin to go beast mode, Raymond to be the hands and Verona to be the sniper. And then we just go on this run, sneak in with a wild card. Maybe Patrice Bergeron finally, like he's 38, you know, those knees, they buckle underneath them. Boston's shorthanded. Pasta man can't perform in the playoffs. And boom, you're in the second round. Fantasy booked us into the second round, Mike. I did it. Just kidding. Um, there's some, uh, there's some... <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I feel embarrassed now. I don't know. It's it's fun to, you know, do some uh, some fantasy booking there, Matt. Um, just a, I think there's one more comment I was just going to throw in there. Um... Yeah. Should I just pull up like the Bertuzzi stuff? Is that because that's what everybody wants to yeah, talk we can about? I have a lot that. of Larkin stuff. I have a lot of Rasmussen stuff. All right, let's let's do this, guys. Could you hit the like button real quick for me? And then I'm gonna force you to do something oh, no. else. Uh, we're we're about at the halfway point of the show. Just bear with us for a couple of minutes here because we are sponsored by. We are here right now uh, because we're sponsored by DraftKings and Raycon. So if you guys could. Give us a moment. We want to tell you about our two sponsors, and uh, we hope that you'll check them out. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes. I think we've all gone through either that uh, commitment or uh, we've given up. Most of the time, it's pretty unrealistic for that reason. Uh, for myself, I've been trying to lose weight. That comes along with uh, doing some exercise, but it's just so goddamn cold. Uh, so what I've decided to do is get into some audiobooks instead and uh it's a lot easier to do and if i want that crisp clean audio i found the way to do it uh the smallest changes in your routine can make the biggest impacts so you guys listen up 
In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something to use every day. So when I'm making those small changes and reading books, or I'm sorry, doing audiobooks, wink, wink, nod, nod, I like my Raycons. Raycon is a premium audio that's perfect price point so you could build great habits without breaking the bank. Gross. I just pulled in a huge booger, but that's because... Uh, I'm just so happy and satisfied with life right now because I've been making those small changes by having those audiobooks get me through the day. And I do it with my Raycons. Uh, whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. Yep, Raycons start at half the price of the premium audio brands. So you don't have to uh, choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare. And still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. I actually have the speaker myself. I have the earbuds. Speaker, super fun. If I'm listening uh, to a movie or something during uh, work or just in my free time, connect the speaker anywhere. Earbuds, like I said, out and about. I'm ready to go. I like, uh, you got your customizable sound profiles, the earbud tap functions. That's pretty nice, actually, to just get that volume going, especially if you're just laying in bed, listening to a podcast or a book. Just tap away. Left ear, right ear gets you going. And, of course, the crystal clear call quality is fantastic while you're in the middle of those audiobooks or those podcasts. Comes right through. Water and sweat resistant. Hey, for all my sweaty boys out there, we got you. Ready to buy something small with big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially after the Super Bowl. You guys think it's all over, but there's tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You could throw down on all the major action for the nba obviously for the nhl golf's gonna get rolling uh we've got same game parlays spreads money lines over unders and props for you to bet on it, it's honestly it's gonna feel endless to you DraftKings is safe secure and reliable you can deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want i promise i've done it myself download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code thpn and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code thpn only at DraftKings sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details all right Ken Young thrown out there. I think we'll use this to sort of wrap up the playoff conversation. We need an, a, another good draft, more than a first-round sweep. It's a great point, Ken. Now, let me say this. Those are going to be the most fun goddamn... Like, I will podcast after every fucking game. We, like, if we made it to the playoffs, you guys would experience a brand new schedule for Red Wings rant. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. Ready we might... For, uh... Seven episodes a week. I know. Like, uh, 
<laughs> you're in heaven for seven, right? Because they say live for five. I don't know. I'm trying to. I also love to see that Jared's posed um, that the Leafs are our first round opponent. And if there's anybody to kind of usher us back into winning playoff series, it's the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, LCA would be crazy if the Wings played the Leafs. I think that's the thing too, Ken. Like, this is all about creating memories. And, like, I mean, I don't want to get too up my own ass right now, but, like, life, right? Life's just about having those memories that you get to carry with you. We're not going to, like, go, oh, man, remember that season where we super – we traded Tuzi, Larkin was gone. We were in dead last, man. By the end of the year, we lost 30 straight games. It was great. Like, we're not that you might remember that, but it's not going to be that won't be your reaction. You'll be like, yeah, it was uh, it was the worst time being a Red Wings fan. But if you get. If you get that surprise playoff series win, that's the one you remember. That's the one. Um, that's the one you're you know, you if ESPN Classic is still a thing, I don't know. There's a new TikTok where they show teams and fans celebrating, and you notice that, you know, game four win in Detroit. You'll be like, I, I, I watched that live. That was one of the most fun games I've ever watched. I guarantee you won't be thinking if we won that game. You won't be thinking, God damn it. We didn't get that fourth pick that year. And that guy ended up scoring 30 goals a season. He was a 50-point player. <laughs> really burying first-round picks in our draft luck. But, I mean, you're right. Like, Ken, you are 100% correct. To make a better team, we don't need to go to the playoffs this year. That's right. But, again, it's all about the memories, and that would be a great one. Uh, but uh, Bert's mm. memories with Detroit uh, are coming Probably coming to a close as Jeff Merrick reported that the Red Wings are expected to set a high price for Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, points out 62 points in 68 games last season uh, for a sort of rugged physical game. Uh, many teams covet. Um, Jeff, I don't know, Mike, if you've listened to the Jeff Merrick podcast, um, calls nope. him pricks. Calls uh, Bertuzzi a prick. A lot of NHL teams looking for pricks. I don't know. Bertuzzi always seemed kind of sweet to me. I, I don't know. Uh, teams such as the Dallas Stars, who uh, are reportedly seeking a player to play next to Tyler Sagan um, on a more regular basis. And then, of course, we toss in Edmonton and Tampa Bay as well in this conversation. They're all linked to Tyler Bertuzzi right now. Varying degrees of interest. How cute. All right, Mike, we already had in the chat multiple times. Wings need more first-round picks. Well, if you want them this year, you better hope it's Edmonton. Uh, nothing. Nothing uh, for Tampa and Dallas right now, Mike. Uh, you're going down the line to 2024 or 2025. Sorry, Oof. for Tampa, 2024 for Dallas. Uh, otherwise, you're getting a heap of middle draft picks middle middle of the draft draft picks oh boy well mike uh third a... fourth fifth sixth and two seventh round picks for tyler bertuzzi who says no <laughs> uh, probably gary batman um <laughs> so i think my uh 
what this is turning into, if if these are the contenders uh, to yeah. pick up Bertuzzi, I mean, this is this is turning into an NBA trade where these guys are trading picks that are in like 2027, 2029. And honestly, I don't know why you would be so excited about um, an Edmonton Oilers 2023 first round pick when you know they're going to be at the top of the standings um, and probably going pretty deep in the playoffs. Um, so I'm not dying to get that pick. I'm you know, probably more excited about picks, first round picks for them further down the line. Um, and that's, you know, but it's stuff like this that makes, you know, a trade so difficult. Um, uh, that you like, it feels like when you, when you have a higher asking price, what you're really saying is we are not really prepared to trade this player. So you're going to have to really blow us out of the water if you want to get Bertuzzi. So Knowing that the asking price is going to be high, um, knowing the teams that would want a, a prick, I guess. Um, and obviously, honestly, I would say that's more uh, Fabry because I, I feel like whenever people play him, like God, I hate that prick. Um, uh, Between periods. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, yeah, it, I mean, it would be first round picks down the line if it's any of those teams anyway, because you kind of want to wait for their teams to peter out um, and those picks actually become valuable. Um, I'm not really interested in the, you know, the 30th pick in the first round. That's not, that's, I, I'm, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, I mean, you know, by definition, it's a first rounder, but it's basically a second rounder because you're, you're not getting, you know, the top right. 10 talent kind of thing. So, um, yeah, there. so I stole some information here. We'll go over in a second. I want to I want to use one of Tristan's comments to bring bring this up. But uh, it's worth mentioning. Uh, Scott Wheeler's rankings for prospects and prospect pools for these three teams. Uh, Tampa is number 30 believe Edmonton was in the bottom 10 or 12. Um, and then you, and then you have Dallas. Dallas has some good prospects uh, for us to take a peek at. Um, but where was uh, Tristan's comment here? It was basically, oh yeah, here it is. I really think that Dallas will be Burt's ultimate landing spot. And that's kind of where I was like, okay, well, the first round picks aren't there, uh, but maybe... Logan Stankoven, who right now uh, for the 2022-23 season in the WHL, uh, 76 points in, in 34 games. This is the number one ranked prospect for the Dallas Stars. Um, I he's five foot eight. Perfect. Uh, last year, CHL's Player of the Year, I think, was named 18th on my board. Oh, this is I mean, in he's, 2021. He's got the height of a guy, I would think, is the CHL Player of the Year. You know, it's always like a five foot five <laughs> right. guy. You know, it's like Angus Young on skates. Yeah. Um, but Scott does go on, despite his height, plays like a bulldog, competitive, driven, forechecking style. Guys could be getting a Tyler Batuzzi with more of a scoring touch. Uh, just and and you know, just kind of squish him down a little bit. Bulldog, competitive, driven, forechecking style. Um, consistently beats stronger players in battles. Um, now, who's to say? I mean, it's not like he's an ant. And I, you're I, like, I well, mean, yeah, for, as he gets bigger, a, he'll get like, maybe, a, maybe a little bit more comfortable flight on Redbird 1, you know, because we can fit him in the overhead compartment <laughs> instead of the exactly. underbelly of the plane. That's what this is all about. Um, 
But uh, Dan B saying, I think you need to give Dallas more than just Burt for that guy. See, I don't know. I, I think that this is kind of right in that realm. You're picking up an well, undersized prospect for a proven first line winger. I, I I like that. I like where that conversation's going. And that's not to say that the Red Wings draft picks maybe don't get mixed in. I think you're getting a hell of a prospect out of that. Uh, but there, I mean, they're good. There could be some movement here of like, maybe it's like we help them move up in the draft in one spot. And it's like, we're going to trade, you know, throw our two second round, both second rounders in there for 2023. You know, like, of course our second rounder will be better than theirs kind of conversation. Or if it's like a, one of their fourth rounders for one of our seconds, I, I think, I think it's worth the conversation um, when you're talking about Bertuzzi going for a first round and a prospect. And I like what Mike just said, where it's like, well, that's where the conversation gets easier. Now we're talking one for one. You're talking about a guy who hasn't proven anything in any capacity. And if you were looking for that junkyard dog style, you get it right now in a proven Tyler Bertuzzi and you're, you don't have to wait for it. And it's a little bit bigger And Dallas right now is in that position where things need to get traded for them to try and win now. And that's the kind of thing you got to do because I'll be honest, I'll take a left side defense or I'm sorry, a right side defenseman. And um, I don't know. I went through those lists. I'm, I'm thinking maybe this would be my best bet if I'm trading with Dallas. Uh, there was another comment. Tristan does pretty good here. He threw out uh, Dylan Holloway who was supposed to get his start this year with Connor McDavid. And then I think he got injured and it just hasn't like the excitement level. I drafted him on my fantasy hockey team. It did not go well. Um, he threw out, Oh, heronic for Holloway. Gotcha. Well, what I was taking a look at was uh, Philip Roberg, uh, left side defenseman here, 21 spending more time in the AHL than the NHL in his first season in North America a year ago. Um, the 22-23 campaign has flipped that script for Broberg, who spent more time with the Oilers than Condors through midseason has moved from playing 9 to 10 minutes a game to as many as 18 in recent games. I feel like this, to anybody's point that wants to say that a Stan Coven is just impossible. He's doing so good right now. This looks like another solid draft for Dallas. Another solid draft pick, I mean. Um then you go, let's take a couple steps back on a prospect pool. It's not so great. And you go with number three on Edmonton's list with a Broberg. And I think you still got to, you know, like this might be that opportunity where maybe if I take a couple steps back here, maybe you could sneak in a first rounder. Um, but certainly, I I don't know. With with the Broberg conversation, I, I don't think that's enough. And I, I think there's also a conversation here too where we could like, woo, take a stumble and travel all the way down to like, middle lower tiers for these prospect pools but i think at that point you're just like all right well now we're just getting rid of tyler bertuzzi so i i don't i don't even want to get in that conversation to be completely honest um just before we get too far away from holloway i do want to acknowledge uh blake who uh who did drop that uh <laughs> earlier in the comments blake i see you out there my man I'm, we got so many comments coming and we can only touch on so many but Yes, I will give you your flowers for the Holloway mention. And then oh, there was one more. Um, I see it. <laughs> uh, Silver is saying, it's a deep draft, though, Mike. And he was, you know, being facetious. And uh, <laughs> he, know, he knows, you know, at the end of the first round, you know how hard it is, you know, to find a guy that pops and actually plays on your first line. So it's 
again, just really tough to be excited about a number 30, you know, in the first right. round. Uh, Corey Pronman was talking to Max Boltman uh, two weeks ago on the athletic podcast. So they do that, you know, like every day is a different tandem uh, from the yeah. athletic and Fridays are Boltman and Pronman. And Boltman was like, this draft is so deep. There's so many names at the top. Like this is this is where you could get somebody at 15 and normally they'd be like number eight or number nine. And Pronman, who is oh my god, if you've not heard Corey Pronman talk, he is the hockey nerd, like draft nerd of all draft. Like, I mean, it sounds like he is perpetually like pushing his glasses up the bridge of his nose. I don't think he even has glasses. Love you, Corey. It's, he's always helpful for helping us make content. What he said to Max immediately was like, no. He's like, once you get past the first couple of guys, you take a, a steeper fall to mediocre. <laughs> and he was like, I, I think people are making the wrong connections here. Where he's just like, you've got really, really good. Absolutely but we're going to fall right back into who knows like once you get and uh, complete honesty here, once you hit 10. And uh, I thought that was a huge comment from Corey. It's a great comment that we all need to carry ourselves with. If the Red Wings, once they start moving draft picks and we all freak out about it, how hard it is to find good talent. Once you're like, there's work that's going to be involved once you're outside of like that top 10. And I think that was Corey's point. And it's still going to be the case this year, even though it's deep in that top 10. Yeah. Still going to take the steep. It just means a steeper fall. He meant uh, to the, the, the point of the draft where it's just shoulders up. Uh, did I talk about everybody? Oh, well, right. Dylan Duke the, from the, the university story. of Michigan. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Left wing. Filling a wing hole, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but oh, if we go through did this, say, did you say filling a wing hole? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> That's what we should have named this episode: filling a wing filling hole. A wing hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Scott Wheeler, this is one of his favorites from the twenty-one draft. Juke, Juke, Duke is a short but stocky winger. Which not not coincidentally, I don't think Howard is too. Oh, Howard must have been number two on this list. Okay. Uh blah 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 with a nose for the net who impressed me in a bottom six role as a freshman with the stacked Wolverines last season and has stepped up in more of a prominent role this year. Plays bigger than his size, goes to the net, uh, blah, 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 blah. Believe it or not, he has a role in the power play. Um that's the name at least I'd mix in there. Like if we're trying to get something to work out here for these teams that I mean, even <laughs> we're not getting a second round pick from Tampa this year. So there's got to be a top prospect coming out of these teams, especially Dallas and Tampa. And I mean, tippy top prospect. And then with Edmonton, I think you could make the case for something lower in the mid tier if you're getting that first round pick. I think to Silver and Mike's point, like trying not to get so obsessed with draft picks. Um, and of course, that's what we do every year. Like we do way too much coverage on these draft picks and trying to guess like who's going to be picked where. And it's like we get angry when the Red Wings don't pick up one guy or another. Um, 
Oh fuck, I forgot my point. Anyway, it's a crapshoot. This whatever. No, I mean, the, oh my God. obviously, they I have can't value. believe I forgot. They the have point. value, right? And we know that Eichmann's a really, <laughs> yeah. you know, excellent, um, you know, evaluator of talent. Yeah. Um, but I mean, hoarding them for mediocrity, you right. know, is is it's it's a really tough way to win Stanley Cups. <laughs> Um, it, I don't know if you want to necessarily be the polar extreme, uh, where you're the St. Louis Rams who trade their first round pick every single year. They, if, if they can to just pick up, you know, some, you know, veteran player. So, and I just call them the St. Louis Rams, so the LA Rams just showing my age there. If you're the LA Rams trading your first round pick every year, that's kind of the extreme. Um, so I, I, I think that it seems like this chat has kind of been a consensus where, maybe start to look into what we can do with it. I think they're coming around to my idea that, you know, maybe there's not as much value in that number 30 first rounder. Um, we'll throw a couple of them out here. Dan, oh, and, likes uh, I did want to throw Greg McDonald. Cause every time his comments cup come up, I keep thinking it's Connor McDavid. Uh, so Connor McDavid, <laughs> Craig McDonald, um, also putting a bit out there for, uh, Timo, um, uh, from San Jose. Um, yeah, that would that would uh, that'd be a pretty tough trade. Uh, that that asking price would probably be pretty bananas. I oh. like there's going to be a lot of people jockeying for him. I I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm a little bit further back in the comments and I saw when he accidentally called Timo Tyler Myers and everybody was like, "What are you talking about?" Um, but yeah, he <laughs> yeah, meant, TM. He yeah, I knew what you were talking about, Craig. <laughs> Um, Dan B, the draft is a crapshoot. In 2018, the Wings took Zadina at six. Dallas took Jason Robertson at 32, which uh, was kind of what I was mentioning there with like, oh, it looks like Dallas got another good one middle of the first round there. I mean, this is um, Detroit. I mean, how many how many times did the entire NHL skip out on Datsuk? Was that five rounds, six rounds? Found out it's two years, two. Hmm. He was eligible the year before and nobody wanted him. Um. All right, where are we at? What else did we have to talk about? Because oh, really, we had a few more. Yeah, we had a few more slides. I think you had for us. Um, you just wanted to. I think you were going to touch on um, Rasmussen, weren't you? Oh yeah, we haven't done that yet. But I, let's. Uh, we'll wrap up this conversation. Is like, all right, Tuesday can go. If we can't get a first, I'm hopeful some teams top prospect, and if we are able to grab that for like, I, it's just. Wrapping this into the standings conversation, too, and how close we are to a wild card spot. I don't think there's any part of me that's like, well, we got to hold on to Bertuzzi. We're so close to the playoffs. Um, but also. I just I'm going to I'm going to I don't want to forget this. When Bert does get traded. I'm not going to be happy that he's gone. But for all the people that like told us we're never listening to your show again. Because how dare you even bring up trading Tyler Bertuzzi? Oh my God. I can't wait for that. That, like, it's going to feel so goddamn good. How many times we had to argue with people who were like, no, Steve will never trade Tyler Bertuzzi. He's the heart and soul of this franchise. Oh, it's going to feel so good. Wow. I don't know. Yikes. I don't know who was saying that. Um... Yeah. So we, we got, we got almost a whole year of it last year. Um, no, I, I was gonna say, there. yeah, Matt doesn't speak for both of us. I'm I'm not dying to trade Bertuzzi because I, I don't know what kind of value we're really gonna get for him. And I 
I, it's not. I, of the, it's I'm not just, look it, I'm just saying we're at the him. fork. I'm saying it we're was, at the fork, and trading him gets us, you know, a little bit easier route to getting the number eight pick in the first round, which I'm not this, excited about. And keeping him and finding a way to figure him out, I think, is a closer path to getting us on a, a winning track. This is the problem with doing a show with your brother. This mother. You know what, man? I guess I shouldn't call you a motherfucker. Avada Kedavra, <laughs> right at you, buddy. <laughs> um, Jim thrown out there, just a little ditty to kind of end the conversation. If Bird is traded, um, or he's asking the question, uh, sorry, if he is traded, is he a rental or gets an extension with the new team? I think, I think Bert is going to hit the free agent market, which probably hurts. Right, like that next step um, for those teams that do want to pick him up. And I think that might go into the trade conversation of like, this guy's a rental. Uh, but yeah, I do I do think to, I don't know what we know about Bert. I think, I think this guy wants to take his name into the free agent market and get as much money as possible. Not in a bet, like in a go get your money, Bert. Um, maybe he's back, who knows? All right. Um, yeah, just a couple more slides before we wrap up today. Um, really just wanted to celebrate a couple of things when it comes to, uh, some guys who are actually on the team and we start with, uh, we start with our boy Rasmussen, who's having a hell of a season. Uh, Prashant has made it. Oh, of course. Uh, I brought up this picture. I completely forgot why. Uh, Mike, big brass. He got the A on his chest. Oh yeah, that wasn't photoshopped on there. I didn't even. No. Uh, wow. No, he he was in the hometown uh, with his family in the stands, and also played a hell of a game too. Uh, but yeah, you like to see it. Big Rass getting the A. I, I, you know, you could make the connection of being in the hometown, but I like to think most of this is is earned, and that's where Prashant Dyer did all the work for us. If you guys haven't seen it yet. Uh, Prashant throws it out there. Less discussed aspect of Michael Rasmussen's game. He ranks sixth in the NHL in minor penalties drawn per 60 minutes played at even strength. That does a lot of good. When you look at the other guys on this list too, uh, Brad Marchand, Kadri, Matthew Kachuk. Oh, I love I mean, this. You know this why is... I love this, you guys? It's another, you guys will know because you, you live in Detroit. It's not one of those Comerica Park uh, stats that Rasmussen's a part of. You know, on Wednesday nights, on games that start at 7.05, a little after 7, he is the top four goals for against guy if it's September. There aren't any games in September, so it's just, you know, some obscure stat. But yeah, Matt, this is uh, a crowd you want to be with. Anytime well, yeah, I, I mean, see I... the cooch, anytime I see the cooch on a list and you're part of that cooch list, I'm happy. Well, let's. I, I wanted to shout this out too because Prashant gives it value over the course of a season that adds three and a half goals for the Red Wings. So I'm assuming he based that off of like our current power play percentage or whatever, but it's huge. Huge. Uh, but on top of that, right, he's adding those three and a half goals. Rasmussen uh, ranks among the top 50 forwards and goals above replacement this season. He hasn't gotten much national acclaim. But he's taken a huge step forward this season. Prashant, thanks for doing all this hard work for us. Appreciate it. Um, but this is that this is this is that time, right? That you got to take a minute, make sure the fan base is paying attention. 
Rasmussen has passed the eyeball test. I think for us, no problem this year. I think he did a great job of it. Uh, kind of like the last quarter of the season last year. So he's just continuing to grow. But you want to find some proof? You want to look at the deep cut analytics to say it's actually happening? Well, like uh, Prashanth put out there, and I, I love uh, when these tables are built out with quadrants where it's uh, defensive goals uh, above replacement. That is your y-axis, and then the x-axis is... Uh, why did I say axis? Axis. Jesus. And the yeah, offensive you, you goals above replacement is your X. Yeah. Um, Rasmussen measures out for anybody listening to the podcast and the, the all around performers. That means you're doing well on both sides. So like it's, the, it's uh, just the, the aptly typed, uh, aptly named uh, quadrants, by the way, all, all defense, no offense, all around really good player, which is where Rasmussen is all effort, all offense, no defense. And then uh, why are you here? Yeah, unfortunately, we found uh, our favorite second line center. Don't you do it, Matt. On that part, no, for no, he's still Matt, there. He's still injured. He's still <laughs> he's forever injured, and he's going to be on your first he's line. Gonna be injured for the next five seasons <laughs> until that contract is over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but of course, uh, the next part of the, co oh, I blew this slide up. Whoops. There you go, guys on YouTube. If you didn't, if you couldn't see it, there you go. Uh, but yeah, Rass having a good year. I, Mike, this was just fun. All right. We bring up the J fresh charts all the time. I pay for yes. them. Damn it. So I'm going to show them off whenever I can. This is Ooh. just a week ago. Uh, Dylan's player card. Yeah. This is how well Dylan did in the last week. He went from a 91% war to a 94%. And if you want to take a look too, like at the the little graph in the top right there, you can kind of see where from 21, 22, he's close to 100 and it takes a dip down to like close to 90. Now it's just, it's a straight line in that war percentile, uh, percentile rank. Uh, it's it's beautiful and you love to see it. Um my favorite I think thing I... is that besides going from 91 to 94, uh, the screenshot for the 94% is also bigger, so it just looks better. That's because I bought a screenshot thing uh, over the week. so <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> Ch changes, right? Yeah. Uh, this also came from uh, Prashanth, but it's all evolving hockey. It's just Prashanth made it pretty. Um, top 10 center. Mike, you want to pay a top 10 center maybe? I don't know about it uh expected goals above replacement per 60 minutes dylan larkin connor mcdavid austin matthews jack hughes patrice bergeron rupe hints leah dreisaitl tage thompson brock nelson and alexander barkov have the wonderful privilege of being in the company of dylan larkin <laughs> mike uh as the rest of the world um tightens its sphincter to make sure dylan larkin doesn't collect that $9 million in a market that has no centers to pick from. And he's also your hometown boy, your captain, your heart and soul. He will put this team on his back and carry him. I don't know. Into Valhalla? What is, is that? That's more like death. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah. Pay the man. Give the man some money. Cut it out, you guys. If you're yeah, if you're a Dylan Larkin truther, many... which actually makes you just an asshole. Um, just stop it. 
just I don't know how many consecutive episodes we have to say just pay this guy. He's he's so important to everything they do. Anyway. Silver says he needs to prove it to me with a discount. Silver, this better be another one of those sarcastic. <laughs> um, That's the way you show before, true leadership. The one thing I did want to touch on, it was a few comments ago from Dan B. When he said, I owe yeah. Rasmussen an apology. He's not a superstar, even a star, but he's starting to turn my opinion around. Dan B., uh, the entire, like, all of Hockey Town owes him an apology. Everybody was ready to give up on this guy. And uh, the only one who really had his back was Iserman, who said, nope, let's just keep playing him. I think he's going to figure it out. New and, contract. Uh, lo and behold, he has figured it out. And he's figured it out so well that I actually have more hope for Zadina as he kind of gets to the same, uh, you know, uh, amount of playing time that Rasmussen has. Different players, but just, you know, it takes a little bit of time for guys to develop sometimes. And it's uh, really nice to see Rasmussen uh, developing into pretty GD useful player on this team. Yeah, uh, one just under one and a half million a season, Mike, for Rasmussen. Woo! Gotta love it. I'm I'm actually surprised to to realize here Zadina. Like we've talked about these numbers and these signings before, but Zadina gets paid more than Rasmussen. I'm, I was just making the point how important centers are, and then boom. I, I mean, <laughs> oh man, am I dumb? Okay, well, uh, everybody, we're gonna wrap up here. Um, I gotta thank you again for coming along. If uh, you enjoyed the show for a little bit, there, hit that like button, subscribe so you guys don't miss the next episode. If you guys are listening to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review, and uh, check out uh, DraftKings. Use promo code THPN, and of course, Raycon. Same thing. Uh, but it's buyraycon.com slash THPN, and then you guys uh, could help us out. Uh, and there's always the shop, too. Uh, shop is in the uh, show notes there. So go check it out. Buy some stuff and make me happy. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So what you want to do is put a uh, – make sure you save it in your cart uh, for an Iserman fleece. <laughs> an Iserman fleece, fleeced by Iserman, because we have that trade deadline coming up soon here. Uh, Adam <laughs> – just tuning in. Better late than never. All right. Thanks for coming, Adam. We'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, Blake, no Zadina hate. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for coming aboard. We love, uh, I love your input. Um, Jim, thanks for coming. Silver, I feel like it's been a little bit since we've seen you. Sorry if you were aboard last week, but miss you, buddy. <laughs> um, oh, I'm inspired by uh, Silver here. Still waiting on a mic says, sell the farm t-shirt. <laughs> I kind of want to make that just for you, bud. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming in, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have a good week, and uh, enjoy the game tonight. See you on Twitter. Peace out.